Chapter 45 of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Louis Albert Banks. Chapter 45 The Living Bread. John chapter 6, verses 22 through 58. Many indeed are the illustrations which Christ used to make us know his tender and loving interest in our salvation. He is called the physician who is not looking after the well but the sick. He is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. He is the vine which does not hold back the nourishing sap of life that he may revel in it himself but pours it out with generous love into the branches which consist of every one who loves him. He is the way in which we may walk to safety and feel sure that the foundation is solid beneath our feet. He is the Son of Man in whom manhood blossoms in perfect flower, and we may not only breathe his fragrance, but hope through his grace and mercy to become like him. He is the light of the world shining into the darkest place, and if we follow him we have his word for it that we shall not walk in darkness. He is the Lamb of God who gave himself as a sacrifice in our behalf. He is the friend of sinners who seeks after the lost with patience and long-suffering kindness. He is the brightness of the Father's glory, bringing heaven's beauty and splendor down to us and showing us in his life among men the glory of God in our own human body. He is the captain of our salvation and did not hesitate to perfect himself through suffering. He is the door, and no power on earth or in hell can hold us back from that door save our own will. He is the first fruits of the great Easter truth, with the promise that every one who lives and dies in his precious faith shall be brought up from the grave to be with him in glory. He is the bridegroom, and every soul that forsakes its sin becomes espoused to the Lord Jesus, and with a bridegroom's tender love he watches over us and longs for our marriage to him in heaven. And so I might go on through eighty titles that are given in the Bible to make known the majesty, the glory, the kindness, the long-suffering love of Jesus Christ toward us, and yet among them all there surely is no title more satisfying more comforting to our hope and faith than this assurance in the language of jesus himself that he is the living bread which came down from heaven and that if any man eat of this bread he shall live for ever what more can christ say to us than he has said in this vivid illustration he has given himself to be our food our hungry hearts may feast upon him day by day Christ brings to us in his teaching about God and man, about heaven and hell, about the immortality of the soul concerning the forgiveness of sin and the communion with God and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, just those truths which we need to feed on every day as regularly as we eat bread. Many things do we not eat at every meal. The vegetables change with the season. Fruits and berries we have for a little while and enjoy them very much, but would tire of them if we had to have the same all the time. 
So it is with all the delicacies of the table. But bread represents the standby, the staple nourishment of life, something we feed on at every meal without weariness. Other things come and go, but by bread we live. So Christ is the bread of life. There is something wrong with the spiritual appetite we would no longer enjoy feeding on the great truths which Christ gives us. It is always a sure sign of backsliding at heart when we do not enjoy sermons or books or conversation or music that bring Christ prominently before us. Who of us that are Christians cannot remember times of special spiritual enthusiasm and enjoyment when to attend the house of worship where Christ and his suffering and his intercession were the chief themes, was to us the most joyous service in the world. At such times, just to be alone and think about Christ and commune with him in quiet, secret meditation was to find a heavenly abiding place in him. The prayer meetings and the testimony meetings where earnest, warm-hearted Christians poured out their hearts' deepest longings and desires before the mercy seat and where grateful men and women gave testimony to the gladness of their christian experience and their joyful outlook for the future were places of constant inspiration while our own hearts were in such a frame preaching about christ and about the great fundamental truths that he came to bring to us was the most delicious food to our souls now, if all this is changed and you find yourself caring little for the Bible, losing your interest in the old spiritual hymns, longing to go anywhere else rather than to the house of prayer, caring for other conversation far more than communion with Christ or knowledge of the advancement of his cause, then you may know that there is something the matter with your appetite. The trouble is not with the bread. It is living bread. It never gets stale. It is as delicious to the taste of a hungry spiritual nature now as it was in the days when Jesus fed the people here on earth with his own hand. The loaves of spiritual comfort and blessing which Christ gives are of a kind that are necessary now as they were 1,800 years ago, and they satisfy just as well. Men feed on them in hours of loss and misfortune, and their hearts are made strong. The sick and weak find in them the strength they need. Pilgrims in the valley and shadow of death find perfect content in feeding on this bread. Childhood, youth, middle life, and old age, whether dwelling in a tent or a cottage, in an attic or a palace, find in Jesus Christ the bread that came down from heaven. It will do to live by and to die by. And as Daniel and the Hebrew children had faces more healthy and beautiful than any of their companions who drank the wines and ate the meats of the court, so sincere Christians who feed upon the bread of life have countenances so hopeful and glad that they are a constant testimony to the goodness of God and the sufficiency of the Savior who gives them his own self upon which to feed. End of chapter 45